Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bloody Sunday, The Strain Podcast. I am the host, Mike Marbach, and I'm jumping in here right at the top just to remind everybody of our August contest. You can win a copy of the books that The Strain is based on. All you have to do is go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Rate and review Bloody Sunday, whether you like it or hate it, you will be entered to win uh, the set of books that The Strain is, uh, is based on. Yeah, doesn't have to be a favorable review, although that is most definitely preferred. We have gotten some negative ones, which will also be entered to to win. Uh, the criticisms are that we uh, offer nothing but negative opinions, if we offer anything at all, um, and that we clearly don't like the show. And uh, as I've said on the podcast in, in the past, that's not the case. Uh, we We keep watching because we do like this show. Uh, and we keep watching because we love talking about this show. Uh, I like to think that we're very fair about what we what we say and what we cover, but we're definitely going to have a good time as we talk about things, whether they are good, bad, or or ugly. Um, but I'm not discounting anybody's uh, anybody's opinion. So if you like what you hear or uh, dislike the podcast entirely, uh, you can still be entered to win uh, the set of books that the strain is based on. That winner will be announced in the August 30th podcast, uh, so you have until August 30th to enter. Uh, we may do something else in September, don't know just yet, uh, but for now, just go to iTunes, rate and review Bloody Sunday, and then tweet at us, at SRM Podcast. Let us know who you are, and if you win, we will connect via Twitter and get this set of books out to you. Uh, whether you rate, whether you review... Whether you just listen and decide to do nothing, thank you for listening, and uh, I hope that you enjoy this and every Bloody Sunday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bloody Sunday, the Strain Podcast. Uh, my name is Mike Marbeck. I am the host of this thing, and going around to the right. I'm Joe Moore. I'm Rob Ossiani. <laughs> It's just us. David is off tonight. Uh, he normally does the the, pod, uh, the podcast and does uh, some tweet things. So we're just going to skip it. Uh, we're just going <laughs> to not have that section of the podcast tonight. Um, hopefully, he was doing some some live tweeting. Uh, if not, uh, then we've skipped that as well. Don't shame on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're just going to do some uh, first impressions of the po- of the of the podcast. What do you guys? How, how I think are you it's thinking? Great. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> how are we how are we doing? We've talked about all uh, the things we neglected to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the episode entitled "The Born," uh, and for me, I gotta say, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, it still had a lot of the flaws of every other episode of this. Uh, season so sure. far. Yeah, it has um, strain issues. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but it was just very enjoyable. Even they they kind of had me from the opening. Yeah. Um, which was really cool. And this <laughs> they got to stop having really cool openings, then going back to the regular yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could have watched Maximus Vampire for the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. I could have watched Flashback to Rome the entire rest of the series. Yeah. I could. I, now I just want a series that is. It's it's Spartacus, yeah. but Spartacus is a vampire. Yeah. Like that, I'm, I'm in. They'll I'm figure in. out a way to just like 
throw in a lot of boring conversation yeah. and like, <laughs> <laughs> say things over just, and over. Yeah, yeah. Old Rowan, like pop political stuff that he's not really involved with. Yeah, see, like that should be like uh, like sci-fi movie territory where you know you just take like two things and cram yeah. them together, yeah. like vampire yeah. gladiator yeah. should be like one of those. Yeah. That should be yeah. a standalone thing. Zombie submarine captain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so Hunt for Dead October. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the episode, Joe? Oh, you boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like. I think the first half was really awesome, and then the second half kind of lost me. Sure. Um, like the the love tri- triangle stuff with Fett and the and Nikki and uh, yeah, like it's just. Um, <clears throat> It didn't evolve, you know, like, so they just kind of, like, kept hitting the same note. And I don't think Fett is being very believable right now. Um, but that was all the second half of the episode. I'm on, the, again, the very beginning of the the first, uh, like, that that cold open. Is it a cold open, I guess? Whatever, sure. the gladiator stuff. That was, that was really cool. Um, and that character's really awesome. Yeah, I like yeah. everything he does. Um <clears throat> He's got that nice crown molding around his neck. Yeah, very ornamental neck. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really nice. And they gave they gave Bolivar an ornamental neck since he became yeah. the master too. So it's, yeah. Ooh, ooh, I guess maybe if you're connected to the master, oh, you, you get, get neck a, ornamentation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Rob, your, your uh, thoughts? I, I I think I'm kind of. I think I'm kind of halfway between you two. I I I, I agree that for me it fell apart. Right at the very end, when it, you know, I'm sure we'll get into it, but the the, the whole non the, the very anticlimactic ending of yeah. where know, the giant vampire standoff and the big explosion that yeah. was supposed to take down the entire place. Now let's just preface this by saying none of us are demolition experts. I don't think, <laughs> right? You guys are not. Hey, I've seen all of the truth stuff that's out there on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, so. I know that those steel beams were not melted by jet yeah. fuel. I know that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I I don't know how Fett was in what appeared to be a sub basement <laughs> and set off charges that managed to bring the ceiling <laughs> down like the upon a floor that I believe was above them, or maybe they were in the sub. I don't know. I'm gonna but give it. The all I know is there the wasn't doubt. a fight. But the beginning was awesome. The beginning was. That cold open was so cool. That character is so cool. Um, yeah, the Fet, the Fet um, Dutch love triangle felt very just put on. It was just like the, the Fet Dutch thing felt put on episodes ago. Where you're just like, I guess they're a love interest now. Like they don't seem to have anything in common other than like they're the only two people in the show that aren't attached to anyone else. So or very old or very young. So it's like I guess they're gonna hook up. But the whole point, I, I was the whole time I was like. She's at least established herself as being... Uh, I just thought she didn't wait very long last season when they lost her girlfriend. And as soon as I said that this episode, it was like, oh, her girlfriend's back. Yeah. Oh, of course now it's going to be a thing. Yeah. I'm almost like getting a, like a sixth sense for that where like a storyline can start and I'll be like, ah, we're just going to spend 20 minutes of today yeah. on this boring thing that I don't care about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the good outweighed the bad this episode. Yeah. Uh, for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's so the series is moving back in the right direction. It's 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 inching. It's inching. It's yes. inching because uh, as as I said last, I think my impression of last week was that uh, it it was one full foot in front, uh, you know, in the right direction. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was just like one foot joining the other foot. Yeah. Uh, so with the last two episodes, we're finally one foot ahead of where we were. 
This one, uh, maybe like a half step. Yeah, um, we'll because, a little stutter step. Yeah, because they they keep redoing things, uh-huh. uh, and and even within the same episode, um, where they reestablish things that we already know several times. Uh, yeah. We know that that's the Dutch's Dutch's girlfriend from uh, the convenience store. They go through it when they when they meet her, and then they bring her back. Hey, do you, you know, hey you at the convenience store? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and you hurt your, you hurt your 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 ankle. Tell me where it hurts. Yeah. My ankle. Remember uh, when she stole the money? Like, you had to remind <laughs> us of that. Yeah. And even the, the scene where we meet that badass vampire yeah. hunter, like when he meets um, Fett and uh, Satrake and, yeah. and they're in the, the lair or whatever, they they don't explain who he... Like, he doesn't explain exactly who he is or how he knows, you know, whoever, but, uh, but they still have that, like, at least... Thirty seconds of just like what? Who? Who is this? Yeah. Who is he? Yeah. He must be a thing. Well, yeah, it was very the what I because it was obviously Satraki narrating the part in the beginning. Yeah, um, they they and then, just righted it. And then when he said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he said uh, when when the vampire said hello, professor, I'm like, oh, they've met before. And then it's like you don't find out until after that. He's like, well, who the hell was that? And then later he's like reading not the Osseo Lumen. He's reading. A, he's reading an old text. Just I'm not like. Did they just off camera find it? Strigoi, uh, guide idiot's guide to Strigoi. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he's reading it to the kid later. Uh, who? Uh, yeah. So, so then I guess I guess the opening sequence was. That's why he was narrating it because he was reading it from reading the, book the story. Later. It yeah. was just a little, um, little uneven for me to figure out uh, kind of how they were getting from point A to point B there. Yeah, yeah but that, at least they didn't like. There wasn't a five-minute scene where he just very painstakingly explained to them who he was and yeah. went over, like, yeah. which I feel like is a very strange thing to do. Long they ago, is. I was a gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> he narrates his own flashback. Yeah. There's so much that's redone throughout this series yeah. that they could very well take a full episode and just have it dedicated to the the born, as, sure. as we know that he's now called, yeah. uh, or nicknamed by that Roman senator. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, let's let's talk about Fett and and Dutch a bit more since we were chatting about that. Ugh, uh, why? What about the what about? Because to me it seems a little too convenient that she's popped up. Uh, so what what about the possibility that she is a mole oh. of some kind? Uh, we know that uh, Palmer's reach is pretty pretty far. Um, he was being, they were being watched, Fett and Satrakian, when they were being, uh, going in there. Um, that was her, Dutch's place mm. that, that, that they were going back to. So, and we know that she's already double-crossed Dutch. She double-dutched, mm-hmm. um, uh, her in the past. So, I think, could stand to reason that, that she's been coerced to kind of report back or do something. I don't think that that's... I don't know if that jives with me. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it happened. I don't know if that jives with me because I don't know if that, that's how this show tells stories. <laughs> and I think this show in shows a, its a, hand a and loves doing way. so. Yeah. It's like, we're going to tell you what we're going to do before we do it. We're not going to surprise you. It's kind of like, um, you know, I think if she was doing that, we would have seen her before uh, outside of that realm with Eichhorst, with, you know, and, and, and be like, look... 
the only way we don't kill you is if you you need yeah. to be a mole for us. And then she's like, okay. And then she shows up, and we as a, we as an audience is like, no, don't trust her. Yeah. Don't. And then what they would have done is everyone would have been like, oh, thank God you're back. They wouldn't have done the Dutch, like like. You know, they would have set it up that way. It, I don't, what I'm saying is I don't know if the show is clever enough to yeah. pull off what you're suggesting, because well, that would be a twist. I think they are clever enough, but they're not clever enough consistently, because I feel like the way that they tell story is inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've done things exactly as you've said, but they've also done things like they did tonight, where it was even surprising ape uh, and surprise me uh, that it's like wait what he's here uh, here uh, blow up the building yeah. drag it down yeah. Go, but, what about the, but what about your new friend who just who has has a natural plan and everyone oh, dies we'll do both yeah. <laughs> yeah. go to the sub basement and blow up the ceiling two birds <laughs> two birds um, so yeah it's uh, it's just very inconsistent and I can see See, the ha- same thing happened last week. I started thinking too much about the show that I want to see, not the yeah. show that we're consistently. <laughs> right, TV delivered. show guys, right? Yeah. Uh, so now let's just keep complaining. You're about not on board with the the mole idea. I I would, I would love be to see very that, on board with I, the mole. I would idea. love to see that scene that happen where they. It's like Ike Horse yeah. meets her, yeah. Nikki. Right, Nikki is her name, something like that, and. Uh, and they're just like constantly, like giving so much description of Dutch to yeah. make sure make it so obvious. That, <laughs> yeah. Well, your hacker girlfriend will be wondering where you are. Yeah. Oh, your you beautiful Dutch? blonde oh, girlfriend. She's <laughs> probably shacking up with that vaguely yeah, Eastern right. European guy. Yeah. Uh, and we open with that. Yeah. With with those two in bed, and I can't. I, I can uh, only imagine like her <laughs> running her hands through his hair and like then coming out like new, like she's been touching newspaper. <laughs> that was that was one of two very uncomfortable makeout <laughs> sessions in this show. Both those, both Dutch and and Fett, and um, Coco and Coco Marchand and, uh, and <laughs> or as, as Joe said earlier, yeah. You gotta say it. <laughs> you gotta say it. You say it. <laughs> All right, I'll say yours. I'll say mine. Snore. Uh, loco. <laughs> yeah, loco. Yeah. Or, or uh, we will also accept cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, two very uncomfortable makeout sessions. This show. Uh, I did not like watching Fett and Dutch make out. As pretty as Dutch is. Um, I would watch Fett and Dutch all day. What is that about Fett? Like, I think he's a pretty cool character, but I don't want to see him kiss anyone. He's the goofiest looking person. <laughs> he's a go- he. Um, he just looks like I. I think he looks like uh, shoe polish dyes his hair. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like his his. His beard looks like Team America World Police when he just like glues pubes <laughs> to his face to go look. You know. Uh, He's got these like go Leonard Nimoy veneers. Yeah, and 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 I just, I'm not convinced he's a real person and not a puppet of some kind. Is he too debonair, too? You know what I mean? Like, is he like too like, yeah, um, Indiana Jones? I just don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy. I used to love his character, and I do love his character, just not as a love interest. He's not. He's not classically anything. Yeah, to make me feel like. I want to watch a love. I don't want to watch any love story in this show. Yeah, it's like Harrison really Ford don't. in the w- worm stomach. With yeah, Carrie Fisher or in yeah. Empire. How about Ford. this? Unless 
the only reason that we have them in the, in this love interest triangle kind of thing is so that there's somebody who's going to be looking at this girl with, like, big eyes. Heavy suspicion. Who, Dutch? Uh, oh. Nikki. Nikki, Nikki yeah. Because uh, everybody else is just going to be like, oh, she's, she's here, she's back, she's great. But if you have somebody who hates her guts because she's, like, you know, getting your girl, uh, then you're going to be a little more uh, looking for things that may or may not be there. Uh, yeah. And in this case, probably be correct in that she is a mole. Working for uh, Agent Palmer. You know, even if that is true, what's going to be funny is the next episode when that entire intriguing, interesting thing is dealt with in a three-second conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just disappears, they lop her head off or something, and then like, yeah, she was a mole. Yeah, that's it. Maybe they write this series, like, um, weekly. Like, that the next episode's not written or shot yet, and they're going to watch this and just be like, I don't know, where do we go from here? Well, let's check the podcast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> let's see what the speculation or is. Or sometimes it feels like the the corpse. What, what's the, the writing thing where it's written by a whole bunch of people? Oh, oh they, they hand a page to the corpse? next person. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, exquisite corpse. That would be how this show seems to be written something. Yeah, they handed it to Ridley Scott for the yeah. first part of this episode. Yeah. And then they handed it back to... Bonehead the bonehead. Old bonehead. Yeah. Uh, hey, you uh, just keep keep the car on the road, bonehead. Yeah. Sure hey, thing, guys. Hey, try not to kill off any main characters <laughs> or, or blow up a basement. And then Coco kisses the old guy. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Sounds more like George R. R. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> um, as long as long as she wears a helmet. This this episode had the, had the most uh Child, uh, child slaying. Oh, it sure did. Yeah, uh, which is cool. I loved it. Cool. I, I loved, loved that, that yeah. scene. That was a everything with the born. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Everything except for the moment of the explosion yeah. where he couldn't go around this pile of rocks. He couldn't jump over this pile of rocks. Which yeah. which you are like perfectly describing how this was not even a very big pile of rocks. No, <laughs> no you could see the ceiling over top of it. So you could literally just be like, well, good thing I'm a, a physically fit immortal. I can just like parkour my way over this rock pile. <laughs> and also, and also the other thing was like, the master seemed like he wanted this fight too. Yeah. Right? They both seemed into it so it was like, ah, Big old rock pile here. I guess we, uh, I don't know, go to our corners? Like, like, is and, the match called? And why not destroy the building? <laughs> right, right. Why not have it really come down and take like the last seven minutes of the show? Yeah. And we don't know if Abe's going to live or if Abe's going to die. We don't know if Pet's going to die from this explosion. The Maybe the, the Master and, and the yeah. Born are like so close coming at each other like, you know... Uh, and then a big rock falls down. A like, big old rock. Ah. It was a couple. It was a couple <laughs> there rocks. There were several rocks. <laughs> this show was so... Number. This but, show. but so so the other thing, too, is that, like, <laughs> like right after it goes off, they realize they can't, like, scale this, you know, three-foot pile of rocks. And uh, he gets all mad and he storms out. And then Fett's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So he detonated bombs in this building and then ran up while to, they were, like, about to, to go the elevator. Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, like he this the this, explosions and then showed up there. I feel like this building is like um, the mansion in Rocky Horror, where like it's actually the blueprint is impossible. Oh, like right, if you were yeah. like write out the blueprint, it's impossible. It's like he had to take the elevator up to get to the basement, yeah. and then set the depth charges in the lunchroom so that the ceiling would explode into the floor, into the basement floor. Yeah, like, this was a very very poorly planned plan. Yeah, plan. Yeah. Uh, to he ran, set he the ran away and then ran back in. Yeah, you you run away from the explosion. Yeah. Not like if he, if it was down below. If he was going downstairs, terrible idea. If sure. he was going up, terrible idea. So either this was like so pinpointed, yeah, uh, which would go against the whole point of just bringing down the whole building. Yeah, but I we mean, got a you know, master. it would also be like a really anticlimactic end for this show if <laughs> it just like squashed him there. <laughs> Ta da! All right. Here you go. There's just like 20 minute scene of them celebrating no, in the a, parking lot. There's a vampire power vacuum, and yeah, we'll, right. we'll take over. Yeah, I, I, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and uh, there were construction workers. There were construction workers at this place, right? Yeah. So it wasn't abandoned. They were running away because the guy was running in with dynamite. Like holding it up like he was Wiley Coyote. Yeah. He's like, "Don't worry, guys. I'm only getting the seventh floor. Eight that seven. one room. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're actually here to demolish this place. We'll do a much better job. Yeah. We, have, we have all the equipment. You've got M80s that you're going to set off. Um, but did those guys who were actively working on the building and and Fett warned to get out not see the the, the stack of, zom- of dead zombie kids or yeah. or, or, or or blind? Yeah. <laughs> What we blind sticks. <laughs> the blind sticks. Yeah. Mike's like, ah, blind sticks. <laughs> so it's just big pile of blind sticks. Oh, uh, so oh, the yeah, so the, the explosion <laughs> thing definite disappointment. Yeah. Uh, I think I think But it's real testament to the work that those workers were doing. Yeah. Like what oh, a great man. sound structure. Seriously. Yeah. That's good. Not even God concrete. himself could blow up this building. <sighs> uh, but again, it's it just points out to the the weirdness of this show like you can have that but then you have to not show how little of a deal this really is uh don't show the entire wide shot have a little bit of a tight shot and have somebody standing there and film it in such a way that it imagine, seems as if it's a much bigger deal. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead, go imagine ahead. if it's like a like that spinal tap thing when they do stone. <laughs> yes. Like the guy who's like whoever's job it is to get the stones is like like that's it. That's it's like five you do it to scale. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I imagine like like it was like Fett's running out like the the things charged. Also, there was no like. I feel like it's a it's a maybe maybe I just I'm addicted to tropes. But I feel like if you set if you set something to go off for a minute. Like this, this show was the very closest I've ever seen to that timer being real. Yeah, like, like usually that thing's like it's been longer than, than yeah. a minute. It's been like eight minutes, and like no, that thing went off. Nor did they ever go back to to establish where we were in the countdown. I was like, oh my god, yeah. it's gonna go to like three, two. One, <laughs> pull out to a big wide shot of the building. But in this case, it would have been like <laughs> just a little smoke comes out of one window, and then a guy like cleans out, looks at it, like, what happened? <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> and it's a perfect representation yeah. of everybody watching it. Yeah, exactly, it was a visual representation <laughs> of our emotions yeah. at the time. The, it was like a <laughs> countdown to the implosion of the episode. <laughs> 
this should, the episode falling in so with itself. Filled up. That is so funny to use. I didn't even think of that, but the timer like wasn't honest to God. <laughs> it was honest to God. <laughs> it's like no drama. The guy in the app is like, end this together. Like this is going to be the most accurate representation of a minute I've ever. <laughs> yeah, it just happened. It just happened in the middle of the fight. He didn't warn anybody. He really. Nope. That, means yeah. that means fat. That means fat. Was like he's like bring him down. He's like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go follow him. And that was like, did not have a moment where he was like, oh man, my friend is going to die because of my actions. He was like, well, guess I better go crack wise with the construction workers and rig up this Florida drop. <laughs> because if that ceiling, if that ceiling came down. On to them in that way. The only way that could have physically worked was if he actually set those charges on pillars on the floor they were fighting on. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's just... It, it was no just sense. a pile of rocks. Yeah. There was no, like, office equipment or uh, machinery. It was. Just, it was. It was. It was like the eighth floor is where they keep the rocks. <laughs> the rock floor. The, explode, the, the things that the, the, the things that Vasily said had nothing to do with it. That floor of rocks just finally gave way at that moment. That's <laughs> where so they were storing all the excess rocks yeah. that they got for the quarry. They cut the scene where Fat Christ. Neighbor walking away and all of a sudden, poof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was huge. Yeah. It was like, wow, cutting room floor, guys. Sorry, that was a long yeah. edit. Yeah. Oh, we paid so much for that. Explosion. I bet they were just like on set, just like scratching their heads, like, oh man, some assholes on a podcast are gonna have a field day with this. <laughs> some guys, so yeah, some guys in Avid Edit Bay, because those guys in those, the, the, the video editors in those are like, those guys are awesome, and they're always yeah. going like, oh my god, the, do you see what the director yeah. wants? Like, yeah. this is gonna be shit, yeah. but all I'm paying for is here to cut, uh, cut A to B. Uh, hey, boss, um, you want you want me to zoom in a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. Zoom in a little bit on no, this. No, no, no. Right, wide, real wide. <laughs> wide as you can. Well, the thing is, you can kind of see that it's not really. A, a, it's just a pile of rocks. What is what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, I wasn't on set that day. They, they told me it was huge. No, it's it's clearly just a pile of rocks. Oh, I choked on my cigar. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, we um, ran out of computerized rocks to throw on this rock pile. <laughs> oh, they're CGIing everything. Why not CGI some? <laughs> Higher rocks. Yeah, we ran out of them. That's all we got. There's better CGI in that in that full house made for TV movie we were watching earlier. <laughs> what are you talking about? We weren't watching that. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> what a weird thing to say, Rob. Oh man. Um, all right, moving on from the explosion until we talk about it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is so funny. To me. So the other things that happened in that. It was an actual minute. <laughs> I, uh, I put the, those uh, dynamite in the building next door. Loaf? Oh, you confused. So the other things that happened around this scene were uh, leading up to that. Uh, they find the bus with the that transported uh, the blind kids, yep. the spider, the spider, spider kids, kids yep. uh, yes. to this area, their little nesting ground, um, and we see that they're. They're being followed by some guy. The the born guy uh, just punches him several times in the face, uh, knocks him out, um, and then we pretty much get the explosion. Uh, oh no, there was a, there was some spider kids. Yeah, yeah that was, was yeah. And the coolest really cool part scene. of the and the yeah. coolest part of the whole show, the born takes on the spider kids who. Have decided to not be as fast that they've been in episodes because, like, they were just like sitting on the wall. I was letting them sh- shoot them. That was a little weird. But the 
the sword play was great. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Slicing so a kid in how half. Old, how old are those kids? Eight, nine, Between maybe. Eight and eleven. Yeah. Eight and eleven. All right, yeah. so let's just say nine sure. and a half. Yeah. How many nine and a half blind... How nine and a half year old blind kids do you think you could take in a fight? Are they... Are, are they zombie yeah, blind kids? Or are they these... Uh, we're just talking normal kids? Yeah. Not as many as I'd like to be able to think I could. Really? If I'm being honest. Seven? Blind kids? Like, what What setting are we talking? Are we, like, in an open gymnasium where yeah. I'm in the center and they're coming the out from all sides? In the sides? room that they were in. In the room that they were in. Oh. Why are we fighting? Ah, more in that setting. Because there's a lot I could, like, throw them against. Yeah. I'd right, probably now start picking are... up kids and swinging them into walls. What if they are vampires? Oh, zero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Unless I have a sword, a silver sword, I could probably get one or two. You would think with a silver sword you could take down one... Spider blind kid. I would. I definitely have more of a chance than without. Uh, I, don't know I think I'd that. have a better shot with a sword than I would with a gun, because I'm the worst at like first person shooters. Yeah, uh, but you're pretty good with a sword. First person yeah. swords. But you're a blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, yeah, I'm definitely a swordsman. Uh, first person sword game would be really. Would be very frustrating if you like a first person shooter, but you only get a sword. Yeah, but <laughs> well, you have that sword in in Halo. Yeah, but and Zelda. Yeah, yeah, but you also get guns. Oh, a first person Zelda game does that exist? Mm, that would be pretty neat. No. Uh, I don't think so. Because part of the fun is the animation. Link looks so cool. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, um, it's four. <laughs> I could take four Spider Kids. Really? What? Yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm smarter than a no way. vampire. <laughs> yeah. The- yeah. Look, here's what I would do, right? I'd go down to the basement. <laughs> plant some... I got yes. those, like, uh, yes. cherry bombs. A couple, couple sure. smoke bombs. Put, put them in down. every toilet in the yeah. basement. <laughs> fill every toilet full of cherry bombs. Four, four floors up, ceiling collapses. Just a From little bit. From the water. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't cross over the impenetrable three feet of rubble. Uh, it looks like... Uh, the Bourne's name is something like Quinnen. Yeah. Uh, so we have we have that down. So we have the confrontation with the the master uh, that gets uh, thwarted by the explosion. Yeah. Um, and then, and uh, it was. It, we, we talked it at length uh, already, but it was it was definitely anticlimactic. And then they just kind of went about their separate ways. Yeah, he went and, all like Sweeney Todd on him, like when. Did you guys see Sweeney Todd? No, in the I theater? so, yeah. He was like, I had him! Yeah. He was there all along. Da, 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 my he blade. Was sing? He was yeah. singing a song? No, not in this one. <laughs> Sweeney yeah. Todd. No. Um, would have been great if he did. But he almost, like, word for word went into a little bit of that, where it was basically like, you screwed it up. I had him where I wanted him. You rubble collapsed <laughs> this thing. Uh, and all the setup of him, like, respecting him went out the window. Yeah. Uh, and it was cool too because there was moments of him building up Abe uh, and saying like you did you you did you were able to do this not many nobody yeah. was ever able to make him transform out of necessity it was yeah. always out of just like he was bored he was with the body or he was ready uh, he wounded him enough to have to do this mm-hmm. um, so it was it was feeling pretty cool and then Abe was like oh man yeah. Uh, yeah. 
He let his he let he got he was high. Uh, I mean, yeah, he was like, now we got an even fight because Abe just showed up. Oh, like, that's yeah, a really yeah, badass yeah. thing to say if you yeah. just showed up to a fight. It's like, oh, it's I feel a, better now because yeah. Abe's here. It's an even yeah. duel or something like that. He said, um, and yeah, let that fight happen for a couple seconds at least before the something, the the anything the confetti falls down. Um, Ticker tape parade. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's most of that. Uh, if anything from there comes up again, we could definitely chat about it. Uh, so let's just blow through uh, Palmer and Coco. Oh, What's happening here? Gross. So gross. Yeah. We were all we were all unanimous that we did not want to see what happened happen. No, I, and I don't understand why we are seeing it. There are some things that they are so heavy-handed with, and some things. As far as like how, what it might mean for the story, yeah. But then there are some things that they just keep doing with no explanation and no yeah. real need. I think what would make this interesting <clears throat> is if Coco Marchand was a was a relatable character that I was like, yeah, had some kind of sympathy for and and I could empathize with. Like, oh, I understand that they're you know. Yeah. She is with this person who is the savior of New York, which they really haven't like driven home, or not as much as they have. But I'd probably make fun of them for driving home too much if they did. But you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I think that like I feel like I don't under I don't care about her, and I don't understand like what the what why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. It just seems like really arbitrary and and boring. Yeah. She hasn't. I haven't connected with that character in like four episodes. Yeah, you know, we have a, a somewhat needless love interest for Fit. Needless love somewhat for... needless love interest <laughs> for Palmer. Um, Absolutely. And needless. the one love interest you would think would be there isn't really there. And the, for me, that's uh, Nora yeah. and and F. Yeah. Yeah, you could you Everybody could explore. Gets a love they could have been further down in their relationship, and then I would have seen human. Human results of his of his alcoholism being being which we're seeing none of. Yeah. The in in in, in I, I gotta speak on this for a second. Like the results of the results of relapse to uh, to an active alcoholic in this show is a bad hangover. Like yeah, right. <laughs> if this had anything based in reality, if 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 he was an actual alcoholic, he would be useless to this group. Because he started drinking again, and it would get worse, and it would it would be it would be cumulative. It's not going to like, yeah. oh, let me dust this one off, get back to work for a few weeks. Oh, I guess I'll drink again. It's not the way it works. It's yeah. not the way it works, man. If he, it, uh, it would be much more like his character in um, House of Cards, which when he went. When he drank again after being in recovery for a while, right off the right off. I mean, yeah, he oh. Ooh. His end in that show wasn't necessarily all his own doing. Yeah. With to not spoil that show if people have still haven't seen the first season of House of Cards. I have but, not. I good. Have not. But I don't I don't think I'm gonna say I'm glad I didn't That's spoil okay. it. It's very good. But <clears throat> he so played busy. he played a very realistic alcoholic in that show. Yeah. And he's playing a caricature cartoon of one in this show and, and it bothers me but but like I think that's okay because like I want like things about this show should be cartoonish sure and, because like if they went into the the real struggle yeah. of of him and his alcoholism yeah. and then went over to Palmer and Coco Marchand like you know canoodling which which like they could have kissed 
six times by now. Every interaction with them ends with an instance of like, all right, just you know, kiss her or whatever. I don't care. Like, it wouldn't make any sense. You yeah. know, like it wouldn't add anything to the story. Now, I'm sure it will come back. Like, you you can see that the people in the group are losing some faith in him a yeah. little bit. But it, I agree. Like, it's not that it, they're not accurately portraying yeah. it. But like, I guess at this point, it's like just make him a problem drinker. Then, like, just just it, it, he could be any normal character that just got drunk and 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 was a little bit of a burden to the people around him don't set up the unless it's not going to be a red herring like you said maybe it is maybe they are building up to something really big where he's going to screw the pooch entirely when they could have screwed the pooch worse than than detonating the wrong pillars <laughs> would you call Nora <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, right, we'll see. It's just, yeah, that 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 continued to bug me. I was like, oh, this guy gets to choose when he's an alcoholic or not. Yeah, like that's not the way it works. Yeah, uh, one of the big things that annoyed me about this uh, this episode in regards to F was last was it last week or the week before? We spent I think it was the week before. We spent so much time going through every step of the way from Philadelphia to DC. Uh, and how much time it took him to get there and how difficult it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the way back, we saw nothing. Yeah. Uh, and this is after he's killed one person for sure. Uh, and there are two people that he's accused of killing. Sure. Uh, he's drunk. Yeah. Uh, so, and we see none of that journey back. Like he has, he probably has now even more eyes on him. And we see, we see nothing. We see no consequences yeah. of of those actions. We just skip over Which all it, of it. Again, to play devil's advocate, I'm so glad they didn't do that because, like, that's boring. Like they already told that story. Like, there's no way that he successfully gets back without retracing everything that they did on this step there. You know, like, like the trip there was boring because they did that same instance three times of him, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to slink past this security guard. And then, sure enough, he does. Yeah, but it was all, like, through process. Whereas yeah. with this, if he's going back and there's somebody that's like, no, uh, pretty sure I know who you are. You have to wait here. And then, uh, yeah. then he has to, like, figure out a way out. I'm going to drink my Rather out of than this. just trusting his, uh, his fake IDs or something. If he's found out and then has to kind of... Get out of there somehow and use his science and smarts and you know, all is, of that. Is like, have you ever? Interesting. It's like it's way easier to get into Mexico than out of Mexico, right? Like, if you go to Mexico, it's it's, it's not it's not hard to get through the border to go to, to go down to Mexico. Coming back is hard, and like New York in this case is like, we'll let you in. You know, sure. If you want to go to Zombie City, uh, yeah. we're gonna let you in. Is it a Vampire City? But uh, we, we don't think it's a good idea. But I'm not saying it's a bad idea to go to Mexico. The tourism value of Mexico is so great. I had a great time. That Mexico's great. New York and Zom- in zombie vampire city town is easy to get into and hard to get out of. That makes sense to me in this yeah. in this in this setting. And I and I agree with Joe. I'm glad I'm glad we didn't have to see the painstaking ride back. Maybe something though. Well, th- that's the thing. You guys are glad we didn't see the scene we saw already. I'm sad that we didn't see a good scene yeah. showing these things. Yeah. Um, Even, like, one shot of him, like, looking out the window, like, taking stock of what happened down there. <laughs> just just, like a, just a single tear. For, like, five minutes. Maybe, yeah. maybe <laughs> looking out the window. The, the journey and seeing, like, uh, like, you go through, you ride the L through Philadelphia, you can see, like, good neighborhood, good neighborhood, good neighborhood, bad neighborhood. Yeah. So maybe, like, we, we he looks out the window and we see that... Nice jersey. Uh, somebody's getting attacked by, like, a couple Strigoi or something. And, and we see, like, how far this might be spreading. There's so many different small is, things that could have happened. I don't mm-hmm. think it's out of New York at all. Well, 
It hasn't been addressed. It hasn't been addressed that it's off that island at all, or or any of the planets. Uh, One thing they did show in the helicopter ride with Coco Marchand and uh, uh, Eldridge Palmer was uh, they showed like several buildings on fire. Yeah, it's super casual now. There's just there was there was three buildings on fire, three high rise uh, Mm -hmm. buildings on fire, and that was at least from the air, from what we could see, that was it. Do you know they're dating now? Coco Marchand, yeah, and Eldridge Palmer. Oh, that was a, that was a, seen seen them around. What is what is their 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 joined name uh, for the for the tabs? Palmarshaw. Palmarshaw. Yeah. Palmarshaw. Palmarshaw. <laughs> Sounds like a dog. He should just uh, change his name to Coco Marshall. Elder Coco. <laughs> yeah. Elder Coco. <laughs> Elder Coco. Elder Coco. All right. It's been foretold. Um, so as far Coder. as. Uh, as far as F goes there was a scene with Nora and there was also a scene with Zach and I once again I'll point out Zach his head isn't on straight yeah Uh, and I don't say that as a like kind of um, uh, I I say quite literally his head is always tilted um Just something you'll, you'll be aware of it now. He looks like he looks like an intrigued puppy in every scene he's in. I think uh, in this episode, figuratively, him and um, uh, Fett have been like so emotional in like the wrong way. Like they've been dialed up to eleven, but like in a way that doesn't feel very natural or make very much sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I think to speak to that. I think like Fett's supposed to be I don't know not not crushed but like pretty pretty taken aback about his relationship with Dutch now that he's like oh man like she's back and now I'm chop liver but I it maybe it was I, I imagine maybe it's just the order they shot the scenes but like his character has no consistency about that he, like he doesn't he doesn't blow at that building or talk to those guys in the construction with with the mindset of a guy who's like going through some stuff internally, it's not affecting the rest of him. He's just like, it's fun having crazy blow up time right now. I got no time for girls. Yeah. And then, like, later, it's like, oh, oh no, I remember. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But you can't call that fun, crazy blow up time. It's <laughs> that's like mediocre little bit blow up time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why it's that's why he was sad later. He's like, I thought the boom would be bigger. Like yeah. a net of rocks, and he just pulled a string. <laughs> uh, and they, they it was basically Nickelodeon's guts. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the aggro crag is four times the size of that rock pile, yeah. and <laughs> preteens get over that thing. Yeah. All right, preteens that were vacationing in Orlando get over something the size four or five times of that dumb rock pile with people chasing them. God, I want a piece of the aggro crag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we used to try to, uh, we would watch Guts on, like, the, there's a channel that replays, like... Yeah, uh, Noggin. Yeah, Noggin or whatever. Um, but we would watch that and try to friend request the people on Facebook that yeah. were, that were participants. Do so they give you personalized... Person. Really? Yeah, and we would message them to see if they still had their piece of the crag. Yeah. I guess they didn't actually <laughs> let anyone take that. We were trying to, we were trying to procure a piece of the aggro crag. There was one on eBay for a while. There was a piece of the original Aggro Crag I, I on eBay. I, I feel like I feel like that was a hoax. Like I feel like that wasn't actually like <laughs> really. Like they like, had a picture. I, I said I said the same thing. I said it was a hoax because if it was an actual picture of the Aggro Crag, it would be covered in women's underwear. Yeah, right. Just be like yeah, right. ladies. Yeah, got a picture of the Aggro Crag. It's all gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
What are you talking about that show? Where's that podcast? Just watching yeah, old Grimcast. Nickelodeon. Oh man, there game was shows. this show that we used to watch on Noggin called Spunk. <laughs> Did you ever see Spunk? Mm-hmm. Ah man, it was like kids whose line is it? It was amazing. It was so funny. It was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. But they were it was always just like you know, like I guess regular improv where they'd talk in a Brooklyn accent and then fall over after mm-hmm. every scene. Yeah. It was it was all like small games like that. But that's how improv is. Yeah. That's level one is you learn to talk in a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. yeah. Follow yeah. Hey, uh, who got all these pizzas? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to mention about the about the episode anything we didn't mention Did we talk about the explosion I, I think okay. we touched on okay. it we covered it All yeah right. we touched <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> that was just my favorite um it's a terrible explosion <laughs> I really I, all I'll say is I really wanted I, I wanted I wanted him to tongue worm the dude in the beginning the, the gladiator that he defeated I wanted that to happen in the middle <clears throat> excuse me in the middle of the uh, arena. I thought that would have been so like. Yeah. And he's like, guess what? I'm a crazy monster. <laughs> Just everyone. Yeah. Uh, so the quick bit about that was uh, he was the barbarian gladiator, uh-huh. and uh, he fought the he fought in the arena, uh, and one of the senators wanted him to join the army, mm-hmm. join with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was uh, Satrakian during his um, his reading that said that his appearance coincides with the decline of, of the, Roman Empire. the Holy Roman Empire. I think is what uh, what he what he had said. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said decline. Might have said rise. I know they're very different things. Um, but in any case, this guy plays a pivotal role in the history of the world within this show regardless Hmm. um uh, we did have a flashback to albania uh where he was hunting the master Mm -hmm. it's Um, always snowy in albania yeah Yeah. that's a great fx hit yeah Yeah, right it's always snowy in albania (laughs) um other than the gang gets (laughs) other than that we covered Everything that happened. We didn't have any Gus within this episode. No. No uh, talk of the Osseo Lumen. Like, that's been dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it wasn't... It, we, we didn't hear it within this within this episode. If anybody's going to bring it up, it's probably going to be that guy. Uh, yeah. Quinnin. Mm-hmm. The Osseo Lumen, I wrote that. Yeah. Oh, you mean this? You mean this? <laughs> Got the math market paperback um, version. Uh, it's like inscribed on his back like oh god how cool would that be if it's if he has it and it's like inscribed on his like carved into his back whatever it is (laughs) he's just like you want me to take off my shirt again he's like alright because the lumens on my back (laughs) so I gotta take off my shirt he's like okay you're ripped alright alright god vampires already (laughs) um that's not gonna happen (laughs) uh it's too cool guys um so that's Pretty much everything. Yeah, I think we covered it. Uh, so why don't we do winners and losers, <laughs> and then get out of here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start us off. Uh, for me, the loser is... Um, <coughs> I'm going to say demolition expert. <laughs> um, because if you are one and you were watching, you were very angry tonight. Um, and architects, for that matter. Yeah. Um, 
So because of because of the, that planning, like everything about that scene was just very very poor planning, uh, and the winner. Right now, I guess I'm gonna go with uh, Nikki, uh, Dutch's friend. Mm-hmm. Your mole, the Your mole. mole. Yeah. Um, who, mole. who? Let Let's say in the, in this reality, she's the winner. If she's not a mole, I think she is. But if she's not a mole, then she's been she's been found. She's now in a secure place. Yeah. Uh, she's back with her girl. Yeah. Uh, she busted up up uh, her and her and a guy. So. Wouldn't that be like a little devastating for her though? Yeah, like, I wouldn't be thrilled about yeah. that. Like, you get I don't in, know. like, oh, that's your new squeeze. And I don't know if she busted it up. I think, and I think if you think your if you think your lover is dead, and then you see them again, even if you're with somebody else, you might just like instant kiss them. Like in the uh, Tom Hanks Island movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. As a joke. That's, that's, that is what it was called <laughs> in, in, in Estonia. Lucy <laughs> <laughs> translated yeah. Tom Hanks Island movie. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think my winner is uh, Eldritch Palmer for uh, breaking his for, for the streaks over. Yeah. I, you know, one would think. Um, <laughs> one would think. Really grossing me out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, he, he got a little nooky. One quick bit about that, since we're we're jumping into people's winners and losers and sure. tearing them apart. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's a thing, and we're doing it. Um, <laughs> this is more about the the writing of the show. If the writing of the show, in some cases, was better, they could make us care about that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we might think like, oh, he's old. Um, if the writing, if he was a, a good guy, a bad guy, an evil guy, a vampire, it doesn't matter what he is. If the, if the planning and writing of the he show was, 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 was there, then we would care about this. Mm-hmm. So we like, even like I'm talking about that scene, um, and those scenes with, with him and I don't like them, but I know that if they put some love and care into the, these characters at points that... I wouldn't be so sure that I don't, you know, yeah. am not I, rooting for one or both of those characters, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Uh, that was the winner. Eldritch Palmer for getting some nookie. Uh, and some my loser is... Uh, standard helicopter seatbelt manufacturers, because... <laughs> Palmer's having none of it. Uh, nothing yeah. but the best in this. No. <laughs> nothing but the but twenty four karat gilded seat belts. Yeah. Um, can I do losers first? Yeah. Man, yeah, my lo- Oh, no. I think I only have two winners. <laughs> I was gonna say. So losers are the guys who are building that building because they got to reinstall the floor. On the eighth floor, you gotta put in. Yeah, yeah. Put in all those lo- rocks, lug those rocks back up that they use to build the floor. <laughs> and my winner is gonna be the guy that owns the bar across the street from where their hidey hole is. Yeah, he had a good he's, day. Yeah, he's cleaning up on the FB in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gonna do a good business in this uh, vampire. I don't know what place. happened. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm doing gangbusters on 
Thursday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Selling this bourbon bourbon. Bourbon brand bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon. When you want bourbon, try bourbon bourbon. The bourbon that bourbon drinkers drink when they're not drinking bourbon. Bourbon. Oh, All right. Uh, then I guess just real quick, uh, what, what, what do you have going on? Uh, if you hear this before Friday the 28th, uh, the one-year anniversary of Too Late with Robin Joe is coming up at the Philly Improv Theater. Midnight, Friday 28th, um, our guests are Tony Bruno, famous sports talk radio legend uh, in Philadelphia, and um, Tim Butterly of Delco, of, of recently, recently re-upped Comedy Central web series Delco Proper will be there to read some, he's going to be reading negative comments about the show, about nice. him on show threads uh, and being able to respond to that it. Is, uh, so we're, we're quite excited about that. Um, and just some other cool, fun stuff we have up our sleeves for the, uh, for the anniversary. Uh, there might be free beer. Cool. Sweet. Uh, so, and uh, just a couple quick bucks. things about that. That is at the Philly Improv Theater, uh, in Philadelphia, 2030 Sansom. Uh, and Too Late is a late night talk show. Yeah. Just like any late night talk show you'd see on TV, except it's not on TV. It's live. Yeah. It's got two hosts. Um, I, uh... At the Joe Moore on Twitter. Oh, at at Brotherly Rob on Twitter. Sorry, good luck. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all I got. I got guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. The first Friday of every month at Philly Improv Theater. Best of Philly award winning Philly. Yeah, Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Fil- yeah, yeah. Fil- yeah. Filthy pleasures. What I almost just said. Yeah. <laughs> filthy pleasures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and for me, uh, the future performs most Saturdays at the Philly Improv Theater. And uh, we have a Halloween show coming up called Stay Dead at Fitz, uh, which I direct. And it's a just about a 45 minute to an hour, uh, fully improvised uh, horror comedy. Uh, it's a second year doing that. And it's my fifth year directing a Halloween show for Fitz. Uh, and uh, they've been really fun. So come check them out. That first one, I believe, is the 22nd of October, and it runs that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the following mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Cool. Uh, that's all I have. Um, yeah. Namaste. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, oh, I'm sorry. One last thing. Uh, we are still having that contest. If you go uh, onto iTunes and rate and review us, then you can uh, be entered to win uh, the set of books that The Strain is based on. We've gotten two bad reviews. I, I, I want one of the bad reviews to win so bad. Yeah. yeah, And one of the bad reviews can win. But if you really enjoy this show, um, the podcast that is... Uh, or if you really enjoy the books that you could possibly win. Sure. <laughs> um, you, can, you can go on iTunes and rate and review us. Uh, tweet at us, at SRM Podcast. And uh, just let us know that you've done it, what your handle is, uh, your handle, <laughs> your, <laughs> your, your screen name. And your 20. Yeah. yeah. Um, let us know where you're located. Uh, we've got, yeah, I mean, the negative reviews are that pretty much that we don't like the show, which uh, is more or less the case. Um, but we really want the strain to be good. And yeah. if it's good, we're we going to talk about it. it. Yeah. yeah. And talking about it, yeah. we just don't think it's a, we don't think overall it's the best piece of American television right. that's going on. And right when now. it's good we love watching it. We talk, talk about it. it and when it's uh, shit we will we will definitely talk about it. Um, so uh, listen to us talk about it every Monday following the strain. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.